let's talk about kidneys. A friend of mine asked me what the source of it is. He was looking for the Simon and Shulchan Arch. So it's actually very interesting where it is. It's in Tafnun Gimel, which is in Arachayim. Dine hachitem chinasem lamatzos. So it's actually in the Simon that talks about what you can make matzah out of, um, which actually makes sense, but you wouldn't have thought to look there necessarily. So Eilat Vorim says the Shulchan Arach, this is the Beit Yosef, sheyotzen by midechavas matzah bechitem esorim mekusman shibola shul v'shifon. And by the way, um, the Ramah brings down, it's better to use chitim uh, wheat, and that's from the maril, um, and what's it called? And those are the five grains. Uh, it seems to be that the Shulchan Aruch wouldn't agree that you need to give a preference, but of course, if somebody um, is allergic or has certain allergies or other issues, of course they should use you know a different one um, with asking a rav a shal as well. And then the Shulchan Aruch continues, avalob orez Bashar mine kidneys, but don't make matzah out of rice, rice patties, or kidneys, legumes. Of course, you could use them, says the Shulchan Aruch. Says these are the words. and Mordechai. Okay, This is the custom. Of course, they're not Okay. And the Mishnah says that for a chola, and everybody says the same thing for children. It's mutter if they don't eat anything else. Okay, we all know this. I heard um, Ray Goldfish, Lita from Baltimore, speaking recently, and he said, you know, he's talking about different customs of kidneys in different countries. There are some Svartim, actually, that are mocked on certain types of beans for certain reasons. But then he was talking about, and the Ashkenazi said that if you want kidneys, of course, it's not chametz, you can keep it in your house, just you can feed it to your animals. Which is true. You're allowed to feed it to your animals, but also to a zakin or a chole or a child who needs it for nutritional reasons. Okay, so what's the source for it? Um, so the Mishra really struggles with it, and he says that um, it's not meikar adin; it's a chumra, that they're machmir, and it's basically based on two main reasons. One of them is because you could make flour out of it, and it looks like um, chametz. And so, therefore, they were they became they they were macabre, the chumrah, and the other one is because these grains, um, kidneys, are often mixed in together with other grains, and therefore this chashash, and so um, and so therefore we should we we're, we're knowing not to eat it. Now the shari tshuva brings down ayin chum, very scathing words for people that try to be mavatal minag, and he says you know it, it was that it's a it's a very important minag and it should not be um, this bottle, and it should and he says there was even one rav. That one guttle that was so machmir to try to make a point about Kinyas that he stopped drinking coffee, which was remember people were drinking coffee. Coffee was very very popular um, because as coffee is a bean, and therefore people thought even though um, even though it's totally not a legume and it's totally mustard eaten, it's not chametz and it's not even kidneys, But um, what's it called? It's a fruit actually, the coffee bean. That's what he says. A pre eats, but but he was he was machmer, so the hamonam didn't understand, so he was machmer. Now, everybody knows Maxwell House made famous that coffee is kosher Pesach. There's two main reasons for it. One of them is because of this confusion about the bean stuff. But the other one is really because some of the manufacturing after World War II involved using chametz. And they say nowadays that even some um, um, some decaffeinated coffee does have some chametz issues. So bottom line is that I've heard from many postkim that, of course, it's always better to buy something with a hechsher. And there are lots and lots of options, even though it is more expensive. I agree it is. But nonetheless, it is something that one should do. But of course, uh, plain unflavored coffee um, is mutter, as long as it's 100% pure. Um, I wouldn't touch decaffeinated without a hechsher, if you ask me. 
But that's those are just some interesting things. Okay, now everybody knows that Cheerios is gluten free. That's funny because we always talk about the horror of finding Cheerios. So so Cheerios are oat and they are chametz. So that is a problem, right? But what about the gluten free part? So um, Cheerios a few years ago admitted that they had a problem, which was that their grains sometimes. Uh, wheat, barley, and rye were getting co-mingling into the oats. And so, therefore, they created a facility that would make sure that it would remain gluten-free. And they write, even on their website, our, cle- our clearinghouse could sort 3.5 million pounds of oats every day, and we are now committed um, to make sure that it's fully gluten-free. Bottom line is that you see even major companies have issues with it getting mixed in. And of course, the Sephardim that, that eat um, kidney oats, they're very, very mockbed to sift and clean and make sure and have it watched to make sure that the kidney oat themselves do not have any mixtures inside them of any other grains. And this became a shadow about quinoa. A lot, there's three main consensuses. Most people agree that it's not a grain. Actually, I should say just about everyone agrees that it's not a grain. Um, the question is what to, do, what to do with quinoa. Okay, so it's not a kidney oat either. That's the thing about it. But it's just confusing because it's similar. So most people say that anything extra, we don't add to the Dibre Chazal. And so therefore, even these extra things, we're not mocking them. Remember, there's a famous Chai Adam that he says that you're not even allowed to eat a potato on Pesach. And the famous joke about him was that nobody followed him. The Allah is usually like the Chai Adam and not when it comes to Chai Adam, which is the life of man, which means basically if you couldn't eat potatoes in Europe, people would literally starve to death. Or in Russia, they would starve to death. So they didn't follow his, his Pesach, but his Pesach really... It's very hard to understand based on many of the chashashos, but I do understand that potato starch is a starch and it is confusing. Bottom line is that for quinoa, there's three main things that I've seen. Some poskim don't want to go near it because they're scared. Okay, so that's an extra chashash. I've heard that a lot of them kind of shy away and say, I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. Okay. Other ones say that if it's cleaned properly, which is a Starkey's opinion and many other poskim, that if it's cleaned properly and watched and made sure not to be mixed with anything, it's not a kidneyus, it's not legume. And it's not grain, so therefore it's mutter on Pesach. I personally have eaten it on Pesach. And then the third opinion is people say that it's that it's mutter, but yesh lahachmir nonetheless. So everyone should ask their own chilas. Last thing I want to say is that why are we so mockbit on this? What's going on? The shot is that, like the many of this farm, like the Rivash says, the famous Rivash, why are we so mockbit on Mashu and all these things on Pesach? Because Chameitz represents the Sahara, and we have to make sure that we can totally get it out of us. And we don't want to have it sneaking in and just being part of our food and saying, oh, it's really mutter, and we, therefore we want to stay far away from it. Because, like the Ramchal writes in Derech Hashem, this time of year, we are extra in tune and extra sensitive to the purity that we need. It's a it's la vole kachos gai of gai. It's the birth of a nation, and our, this baby, Kalah Yisrael, is very, very delicate, and we need to make sure that its diet is only the best. And so, too, in life, when we're mocked on all these things, we shouldn't just develop obsessive-compulsive um, habits and symptoms. Rather, we should say to ourselves, wow, look how mocked Hashem is about the eradicating all chametz, and so, too, we must eradicate all the chametz in our hearts, and all the ego in our hearts, and all of the negativity and Yitzhahara that he has all these holdings inside us. And when we think about how strict it is, like this is this is based on the Rivash, that'll inspire us to become the most pure people that we could be. Have a Chag Kashra Sameach.